Bruce Butts Bitches, baby. This is Bluesome Buddies with your hosts, O.C. Bass and Zon. to another episode of Bruce and Buddies. I am your co-host, O.C. Bass. What is up? Hopefully you're having a swell time. My co-host on the other side of the screen for me, Sanj. How's it going, my friend? My balls are swell. Swelling up from the happiness that is Obi-Wan, the series that has bridged the gap of the beginning of Star Wars. A fantastic series. And that's what today's episode here on Bruce and Buddies is about. Thanks, Brew Buds, for being here. Obi-Wan, am I correct? Yay, yeah. nay, yeah. lightsabe. It's, um, I mean, you and McGregor, honestly, he leads this whole series so, obviously, so, so handed, so handed, is that a word? But, anyways, um, he just does a great job in portraying this character, um, and more fleshed out, I guess, even than the movies. I want to say because you and McGregor, yeah, is mm-hmm. that what I said? Okay, yeah, I okay. think so. Okay, I think Anyways. he said you and Christensen. Oh, okay, yeah. No, I'm just playing. I was, I thought I said Hans Christian Anderson, but anyways, so <laughs> you said uh, Chewbacca Solo. No. Yeah. So, um, but uh, he he seems like the character. He's like evolving it into what will eventually become Alec McGinnis's Obi-Wan in A New Hope, you know, that mm-hmm. we come to know from the old school Star Wars. And but the bridging is, is awesome. And um, there's one gripe that I will say, but not right now. Um, but everything, the way that happened, it was just it was dope. You know, it was it was great to see. Um just because coming from uh, being a big Star Wars fan and, and seeing how things are transpiring and then, you know, having Luke and Leia in their, you know, young phases, you know, not even their, in their older teens, which we know of, you know, um, it, it was just awesome to see, you know, and, and their character developments as well, too. Yeah. Um, cool. Shit. I haven't seen it yet. To be honest, oh um, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> oh, uh, boom, boom, roasted. Um, yeah, I think it's amazing. Everything that you said is absolutely right. From the beginning of this episode, it's still the Obi Wan from the series. By the end of it, it's the other Obi Wan that you see in the first episode of Star Wars, episode four. Yeah, you know, it, like that's that's basically that bridge that you're talking about, that golden gate if you will, um, is all in this, like, it's never more obvious than in this episode. I don't know why I'm doing this stretch thing with my yeah, hand on, yeah. on a podcast. Stretch, but, arm, 
yes i am yes i am but yeah you're absolutely correct um ewan mcgregor's fantastic christian or hayden christensen is awesome this episode has a different dynamic to it than most series because it is the climax you know but this is a situation that anyone who's ever watched star wars has wondered how did this go down how did this situation this point in the storyline how did it go down not and how will they how will they visualize it how will they illustrate it? how will they put it onto the screen you know what was it before obi-wan got luke why did obi-wan be so close to luke what was the whole purpose of it you know it wasn't really described in a previous episode oc bass so wisely had mentioned that what is the relationship that you see uh, uh accumulating and becoming between leia and obi-wan that will make her message fit in and the message that i'm talking about is the one in episode four where she says obi-wan you're my only hope what is the exact line she says oc bass uh, help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. You are my only hope. Uh, okay, that's it, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a whole fucking message before that, uh, but it's cut off. But yeah, and there's like you know bits and pieces. That's what Luke finds, or whatever. Right. And so, so Luke has the droids. He's trying to repair them. He's repairing R two, and then he comes upon this thing. Somehow, some way, the brother just happens to come upon the sister's message. You know, yeah. he doesn't know it's his sister. And, or It finds her hot too, by the way. That's right. That's, That's right. Gross. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's like, who yeah. is she? Whoa, she's fucking hot. She's out of your league, bro. <laughs> but anyways. You're just, you're um, just a dust farmer, bro. She's a prince. Which is funny. I always think about, like, you know, um, the girl. I forget the lady's name who played Princess Leia. But anyways, you know she banged both uh, Harrison Ford and fucking uh, uh, Mark Hamill. Um, but anyways, so I, I just wanted to bring that up for some reason. And Chewbacca, fuck it. Yeah. He was like, I like big Harry. <laughs> dude, Carrie Fisher back in her day, dude, she was a fucking hottie, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And they even bring out the, the the two, like, hair buns that she has over her ears. They even, like, do a little shout out to that at the end of this yeah. Uh, yeah. episode. But anyway, so, <laughs> so there's a different curiosity into this episode that you don't have in other series. This curiosity is, I know how this ends. I right. know the next chapter to this story. But how does this part, like, become what it is? Like, where do they meet? You know, and like the fucking shit is so dope in this episode because they go at it right from the beginning. The slowest part in this fucking episode is just the beginning. And it's only like five minutes where they're like in a ship. The rest of it is action packed. And I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. Plus, there's a fan on me. But it's just amazing how they portray it. So the curiosity is how do they go down? What happens? You know, um, what does Luke have to do with it before obi-wan becomes his watcher and how do the parents handle it uh, i mean how does the uncle handle it and also um did obi-wan and darth vader ever have a 
um, engagement? Did they ever see each other or meet each other beforehand um, after he became Darth Vader? You know, did they ever have a super battle? Answered yeah. all of that is yes in this episode. Right. So exactly. it's super amazing. It's just super amazing. They were totally uh, go ahead. engaged. Yeah. They totally like fucked before their wedding night. I'm just kidding. Yeah, exactly. All both their lightsabers were out. There's plenty of sword play going on, my friend. Six. Okay. So it's just extremely amazing how they do it. Um, what am I trying to get to here? Oh, yeah. yeah real quick before, um, hopefully, you can shore up your thoughts. Uh, O'Shea Jackson, dude, the reason why I didn't even think it was him is because he wasn't playing, I guess, you know, pardon me for saying, but his father's role in NWA, like, that's, like, what I took from him. And I was like, he was so spot on as his dad, you know, in real mm-hmm. life, it, 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 you know, um, that that I, I didn't even, I was like, is that him? Is that really him? Like, holy shit. Like, because he didn't, he just seemed like, like a, like a totally different character, which he did, you know, like, mm-hmm. I mean, he played like just essentially he played like, someone that you would think a, a like leader, a leader of a, of a small rebellion in a force Whitaker would play. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, who force Whitaker, as we all know, in rogue one was Saw Gerrera. So uh, a big, you know, it's starting to become a bigger picture in, in the star Wars lore, but it was just awesome to see him, you know, do this little bit and and possibly like I'm not too sure if he grew up as a Star Wars fan, but I mean, got to. Oh, film. he totally did. So, I've seen some, interviews. Some type of fantasy, you know. Yeah, love that you know. Fantasy. He totally was a Star Wars fan, and um, yeah, like he put on pounds to play this role. His face is a lot chubbier. Um, he plays it really well, and this is just like he says in this episode. Oh, this is just the beginning. So he's going to be around. He literally says it in the episode where he's like, you know, you're because Obi-Wan tells him, he's like, dude, you're a leader. We're running out of leaders here. And these guys follow you. Like naturally, they gravitate towards you. You're a leader. And I hope this is not the last time we see you. And he fucking says like, hey, this is just the beginning. So he'll be around, in my opinion. So I'm watching this episode, you know, and it has that slow start. I mean, it's not really even slow. It's just explaining, explaining what's about to go down. Yeah, there's a lot of foreshadowing, you know. Yeah, definitely force shadowing and um it goes down like right after the explanation about what's about to happen goes down it goes down and obi-wan and darth vader fucking go at it and it's a dope brawl and it's like a fight it's probably the best fight star wars lightsaber lightsaber uh, the duel of the fates i want to say is probably like the best one you know which is this will probably your opinion yeah, this will, this will probably be essentially the, in my opinion, the second best or whatever. Because I mean, the first battle that they had was way like you know it was super intense and was longer. I will say, but uh, or it seemed like longer, but but it was one sided. This one, oh no, it was back and forth, dude. You remember uh, Revenge of the Sith? You know, There's a lot of like you know give and take. Like it was, they were going at each other for like a while, you know. So, um, but the the same opening, like I I, I want to say. When they first battled in, in this last part of Obi Wan, it was it was essentially some of the same lines right before they fought uh, in the Revenge of the Sith, and I thought that was dope. A nice callback to that, you know. Um, so it was just again though, but like now Anakin is a little bit stronger, or I should say Darth, you know, is a little bit stronger with uh, the Force, the dark side, and and uh, showing like that as well as Obi-Wan kind of reconnecting with the force to show like, you know, I still got my chops, you know? 
Yeah, and not only he's almost basically at full strength because um, at first, you know, he he uh, is battling and and uh, well, I shouldn't say before the battle even starts, he's like, "Listen, I'm gonna have to do whatever I have to do." You know, right. like if it comes down to killing you, then it is that. He doesn't literally say it, but he's basically saying like, "I have to do whatever I have to do." You know. And Darth Vader's like, oh, that's what makes you a pussy, bitch. And then he like comes at him, right? And then they start going at it. And uh, they start going at it. And then like the battle is happening. And then you see like the power of Obi-Wan and his force because he breaks like a whole like chunk of mountain um, that's sticking up out of the ground. He like fucking breaks that off and tries to like drop it onto o- uh, Darth Vader. Darth Vader blocks it with one hand and starts conversing. Like instead of using all the strength to like use it he's able to hold it there and converse with obi-wan and not only that he brings up some other shit on the side oh no he fuck yeah brings up some other shit on the side and like rips obi-wan and they still are going at it back and forth back and forth and i'm just going to focus on this fight before we go to the other fight and like they're focused so then darth vader does this dope ass move and like he puts his hand on the ground and he fucking takes the earth out of obi-wan which is super important to me because as we know, in the final episode, when Obi-Wan was battling Anakin, he said, Anakin, I have the high ground. Don't be dumb. Right. And at this point, now Anakin had that, or Darth Vader had the high ground, and Obi-Wan was like, I'm screwed. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Vader is just burying him alive. Dude, yeah, without saying it, like, it, it was, it, you know, like you said, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, shit, he has the high ground. Obi-Wan, you're fucked. And then... Dude, he's yeah. getting fucking buried alive, basically, with boulders. You know, it was so dope. You know, like, he's just like, you know, just, he was like, dude, take these rocks, bro. Yeah, yeah. So he's, like, buried alive, and uh, they cut away to, like, another fight that's happening, which we'll get into later. Anyways, coming back to this fight, um, Obi-Wan gets out of it because he has this, like, mental flash of, like, Luke and... Leia, mainly Leia, you know, he promised her that he would come back. Yeah. All of a sudden, you see, like, Vader walking away, which is kind of cool, because he's just kind of, like, walking. And he, like, turns his head in a little way where you're like, uh-oh, he knows Obi-Wan is coming. And Obi-Wan, like, comes at him and tries to uh, get him from the back, which is dishonorable, but at this point, it's more than... They're past the honor system in terms of battle, you know what I mean? And then they go at it again, you know? And fucking Obi-Wan kicks his ass. I did not think that was going to happen. I didn't think that it was going to, like, end that way. I thought someone would intervene or something like that, you know, or, like, something would explode or some shit, like lava, you know, like a a volcano that was there or something. Um, But Obi-Wan literally just straight up beats his ass. Exactly. And and makes the mistake again. He he basically uh, kicks his ass and like fucks up his respir- uh, respirator system that he has on the suit. Okay, right? Yeah, that's where, dude. Where, why didn't he use the other side of the lightsaber? Well, uh, well, I want to say like uh, w- what that recalled to me was uh, Revenge of the uh, Revenge uh, Return of the Jedi, right? Episode six when Luke was fighting him and Luke fucked him up and like you know you hear that weird breathing that he's doing like he's like. Like he's like gasping for like air, like for breath, you know? Because yeah, he's wheezing. His shit's, his shit's all fucked up. And I was yeah. like, they use the same sound effect, which I thought was pretty dope um, regarding that. Because 
they're doing just a bunch of callbacks, dude, and just serving up this fanfare, which is great, dude. Like, I, I know that a lot of people uh, criticize Disney for taking over, like, these beloved franchises that we grew up with and like you know they feel like oh they're twisting it to something else you know but given if you're if you're talking to the right people and in the right hands like disney's doing it justice like with things like this with a series like this you know and and part of that is just doing the callbacks to the original series you know and and following suit you know so yeah and how often does disney get it wrong yeah you know like if i had to bet on it it's like yeah. fucking betting on Tom Brady, you know. Yeah. The, the track record speaks for itself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've been doing it right for a while, and uh, I'm just glad that they continue to do it right. You know, uh, like DC, you need to, you know, take note. You know, this is how it's done. You know. Yeah, yeah. DC. Uh, hopefully, they get it together. It's in yeah. the Rock's hands now. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, shout out to Disney. They're doing super, super good. And then, um, yeah, so then he gets his ass beat, and instead of killing him, he converses with him because he sees Anakin's face inside of the mask, and uh, I guess has pity on him, and walks away again, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was the kind of the same thing, like... You should have just where, hit him with bait. the fucking other side of the lightsaber, just stabbed his ass. You know, then I, again, you know, the movie would be over. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> It, I think it's just the compassion part of Obi-Wan and he knows he beat him and even maybe to leave him alive is even a greater uh, how do you say like torture than just killing him outright you know and and well that's... But, but knowing too knowing one thing is that Leia and Luke are his kids and I don't know maybe there's something that he sees that we don't you know like he's like I think you and, said it best when you were like they were like brothers you know yeah, yeah, that that too. Yeah. So like you know, I that, think that like a lot of time that <clears throat> line always like rings in my head, dude. Every time, like because it's just like, how can you kill your brother, dude? Like, and, and I remember well, I watched Revenge of the Sith the other day, and and he told Yoda, he's like, dude, he's like, I can't fight him. He's like, dude, he's like, I'll fight, you know, Darth Sidious. He's like, dude, but I can't go up against him. And and then Yoda's like, dude, you have to, basically, you know. Uh, you know, not talking. I don't know why Yoda didn't just go up in there. Been like, let's do it together. That's yeah, uh, it's, it's, they had to fight on two different fronts, you know, and it had to be done at one time, you know. So, but yeah, crazy, crazy stuff, right. crazy stuff. Um, yeah. So, yeah. so, 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 the shit out of him. so speaking of like, okay, and that fight was essentially. Uh, that's the Obi Wan Darth Vader fight, uh, and, and I think it was going to lead to a Darth Vader series. Okay. Yeah, you very well could, you know. You know, like it's going to be a series basically like we're, you know, like uh, like this is uh the first episode 4 and then there's like, you know, Empire Strikes Back, which is going right. to be Darth Vader's story. Right, right. Which is the one of the best uh Star Wars if not the best Star Wars movie out there. So Yeah. Yeah. Um but uh you know um the other the other side of this coin is essentially Luke's uh Luke's uh, situation going and with the second sister coming after him. Uh, so when you were mentioning, uh, we, I, we never brought this up, but you know, uh, essentially the whole 
second sister, the whole, you know, um, now playing Jedi Fallen Order and knowing a lot of shit regarding the third sister and ninth sisters. These are all like Inquisitors were essentially uh, possibly younglings, you know, uh, trained using the Force and trained to be Jedis that were turned to the dark side and now are using the dark side and are contributing to, you know, the Empire essentially and doing all the stuff that you know that that they possibly found reprehensible when they were training as young jedi and the the show did the same thing that's why it was fucking super dope because it turns out that the second sister or was it third i forgot my bad because i'm getting them confused with the the video game it Um, actually wasn't sister it was sister oh okay yeah So get it uh, together, buddy. They were um, essentially both, you know, in the show, uh, a Jedi youngling that was essentially turned to the dark side and became an Inquisitor. So it was sick that that the video game and this show did it together. I'd love for a Fallen Order show to come about and you know bring a lot of light to it too. That'd be sick. Yeah, uh, um, totally. As I told Sanj earlier too in the week, I want to say that I just saw a trailer or maybe a teaser trailer for Jedi Fallen Order Two, which I didn't even want to watch because I wanted to get further along in the storyline. So, but there was one move I did beat the Ninth Sister, dude. And there was one move that she did was when she did the ground pound, and I was like, oh my god, that's what fucking Darth Vader did, and fucking you know, nice, yeah. interesting. Yeah, what's weird though is she just pounded the ground and then fucking you know it was more for to get her rocks off you know i guess you know it sent vibrations up to her cooch and you know she was just like having orgasms that were that'd be sweet if she did like some like atlanta stripper shit and like did the splits and started twerking and then all of a sudden the ground just started shaking you're like oh shit In her case, I don't know if I'd necessarily want to see that, but, you know, if you're you were like, the same race of, 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 uh, of being, you know, that might pique your interest. <laughs> you're like, she looked like the, uh, you know, the, the the rock-looking Asian dude. You know the Asian dude, like, the guy who, and they put him in, like, an Asian hat, too. You know what I mean? The Inquisitor in the Obi-Wan, you know? That's right, yeah. He looked like the freaking dude from Fast and Furious, didn't he? He looked like the Asian dude from Fast and Furious. Uh, yeah, you know, sure. yeah, I'm oh, not too sure. Like, well, they all look like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no, not too sure me. which dude you're referencing because I don't really watch a lot of the Fast and Furious. You know, but uh, yeah, um, you know, if you're talking about Vin Diesel, uh, maybe. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, the other rock. Uh, I-, I was about to say if. Uh, if he had the fucking the Kung Lao fucking, you know, hat going on, you know, he should have used, dude, they should have like a fucking Kung Lao type of hat, dude, where it's like a lightsaber all around and shit. And you, he could just toss it and then fucking like a Frisbee lightsaber, dude. That'd that be would be dope. Yeah. That would be dope. And then like yeah, it just sticks in the wall and shit. Yeah. And then he could just nice. fucking force pull it back to him, you know. Dude, but then he wonder... cut his hand off. Yeah. Oh no, it would be like, you know, it'd be them the part that wasn't lit up, you know. Or he could force it on his head, you know, just be like and it just yeah. you know, stick to his head. It turns off when it comes back so yeah. don't be stupid. I know, come on, man. This is Star Wars we're talking about. Yeah, they think of everything. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. So, okay. Uh, I don't know uh, if you want to get to this or not, but uh, regarding the, the whole sister shit, her going to see Luke, I, I don't get that scene. I thought that was a little bit, like, kind of, like, muddled in a way because it's like she goes to get him and then what was her purpose? Like, to kill him? Or, like, and and was it to kill him because his father is Darth Vader and she knew it? And, like, to get, like, exact her revenge on him through killing his son? Not to mention, like, he doesn't even know he has a fucking son. Like, there's so many things that was, like, kind of, like, wrong with that. I felt What do you think like, it was? What do you think her theory, I, thinking I, was? I don't know. I, I want to say, like I said, like, kind of exacting her revenge to kill uh, him so that way his father would suffer. But he didn't even know he existed kind of thing. And, right. and then and then she ends up saving him I, and I get because of the through the flashbacks and then she's now the bad guy and she's like oh I see the error in my ways kind of thing mm-hmm. but I, I thought that was just kind of like it was just kind of filler you know to the big fight you know that they needed to 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 buffer you know scenes between the big fight and then that that whole thing I wasn't really pleased with that I will say that um, because I felt like her storyline, and I don't even know how she survived Darth Vader's, or I forgot if Darth Vader is the one who like kind of gave her the fucking the lightsaber in the stomach. I don't know how she survived that, to be honest, you know. But uh, she, you know, she pulled it off somehow. Yeah. Yeah. That, and, then, that... and then where does she go? She just bounces and shit, you know, like without yeah, she no was... repercussions. She know. was definitely effed up, and I guess she has some amazing military training to be able to slightly heal herself enough to be able to go hurt vader like you're saying um either she's like you know thinking she's gonna hurt vader because because uh eventually the child is gonna join the father and become part of the dark dark side yeah or like you're saying like she's just gonna hurt vader because she probably thinks that vader does know about the kid you know yeah and, and the whole revenge thing too is not a jedi thing too like so if she's like trying to do it she's just doing it at a spike kind of thing you know so it's essentially you're still evil you know because you're trying to do it you know you're trying to do that you know and i i just i i just didn't see how it meshed very well with the story that's that's one one of my gripes and there's another one i'm going to tell you then let me know when you're ready for it but essentially Go that's ahead. That's that's one of my gripes. I, so the other one is the whole thing I tell you about Leia uh, talking, like leaving that message for Obi-Wan in A New Hope. Like she uh, never met him yeah. before. So, so my whole thing was this, is that my whole thing was that she would essentially maybe like Obi-Wan would do something at the end, how they had that scene. I was like, Oh, is he going to make her like force forget, you know, like be like, here, come like, here. Like, and then let me like wipe your memories. Chip. Yeah, exactly. Let me wipe your memories. Like of what I existed. And then wipe your nose. Yeah. Or what they should have done, like to kind of cover their bases is that make her think that his name is Ben the whole time, you know, like, mm-hmm. cause then she would have said, who's Obi-Wan. I don't know. Obi-Wan, you know, like I've never met him. I know this yeah. guy named Ben, you know, like he was a Jedi, you know, like, and blah, blah, blah. And I had this adventure with him and then he was known as Ben, but no, she knew him now as Obi-Wan. And it's just like, dude, okay. You could have like saved like some like face regarding that and just called him Ben, like, or had her recall him as Ben. And that would have been fine. You know, that would have covered your bases now that she's like, you know, saying all this shit. It's just kind of like, okay, dude, like, 
you know she she's met him before now you know like the whole the whole message plot in you know episode four was like she's never met this dude she's just leaving this message because her dad used to fucking know him during the clone wars and that was it you know like right so So what is her full like what is the message that she sends that she records to obi-wan like so, not what luke hears but like what you know as being the full message so so she's like uh oh, you know like uh obi-wan like i know you fought with my father during the clone wars and then yada 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 and there's like other stuff that i don't know word for word but essentially she doesn't know this person she's just asking for help like can you help me um you know because you know essentially at that point darth vader uh, is going to take her captive, and he does, and, you know, she needs rescuing kind of thing, you know? Okay. And so that's How old when, is she right now in this series? In this series? She's ten years old, right? Ten years old, same as Luke. Right. Okay, ten years old. So she's ten years old. She had this experience with Obi-Wan. How long was this experience? Uh, what, uh, a week? Two weeks? A week? Okay. Um, by the time you're... 10 years old and then she's probably like yeah. 19 ish right eight, 18 eight, 19 17 to 19 okay so let's say she's 17 18 19 there's a chance she could forget you know but it is a hell of an experience yeah so uh, yeah. more than likely she wouldn't she forget wouldn't forget like being kidnapped jimmy smith like could jimmy smith and the mom because their whole life they could be like okay listen Obi-Wan Kenobi, also known as Ben, right? Whenever, if there's ever trouble, because this empire is getting stronger, if there's ever trouble, say this message. We'll write it out for you. You need to learn it by heart, okay? And you need to say it just like this, because then he will know, okay? Because when he, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it's almost like practice. It's like, it's like the super it's not like emergency 911 it's like if anything ever happens to us call your godfather and this is what you have to say you don't even know him too well you had you met him when you were 10 years old you might have forgot but this is what you got to say in the message you know what i mean like it's it's almost like a trained message that jimmy smith the parents the adopted parents are like to give to her you know what i mean yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess, I, I guess it could work that way. But like, like, like I said, that that's that that's my only continuity con, continuity error that this made. I mean, so if I'm speaking bluntly, like they kind of screwed the, you know, they screwed up right there, you know, and yeah, and they could have like done it, like I said, like you know, my way or even another way where like. He went by fucking, you know, like a totally different name, you know, that she knew him by. And like, yeah, you know, she, she, because now like he's an old man, you know, she would have never recognized, you know, when he she meets him during uh, episode four, she would have been like, oh, my God, Obi-Wan, huh? I haven't seen you since I was 10 years old, you know, kind of shit, you know. So there's like there's a little bit of like, you know, like, I don't know, like, but maybe they might explain it. You know, they have another season if they're going to do a season two of Obi-Wan. And I think that's where I don't think they screwed up. Like, I understand totally where you're coming up. You know, you feel like it's a screw up with what I saw in this series, how they figure out how to tie everything together. I think it's not even going to be a screw up. I think it's just going to be something that these brilliant minds will, you know, 
will tie together. Figure it out and, and create an angle to yeah. the message. Like, it's almost even brilliant how they started it. And they're like, oh, you only heard a partial of the recording, you know, and they can alter it or whatever it is. I just have so much faith in these guys after seeing this. I can't consider anything like a screw up. You know yeah. what I mean? Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. Just my, but that's just my faith. Though. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like I said, like, if, if I'm not mistaken, like, they might, I think they'll have a second season to like go over everything, you know, and make sure like everything is set in a certain way and, you know, go ahead. Cause if anything, you and McGregor, I'm sure is down to do another season and not to mention learn the ways of doing that force ghost shit because he just met Qui-Gon going into the Canyon right at the end, which was dope as fuck. I thought it was a cool ass thing. Cause he was always calling on him. And finally, he appears, and it was yeah, it was kind and of dope. Like, of Neeson to be there, yeah, do it, you know, definitely. But and so we might see more. That's of him a series. If, yeah, that's if a whole series season, in itself. Season two comes around, so like, let's hope for that. You know what I'm saying? I think they're almost gonna tie it right all the way up to episode four or Rogue One. I would say more so. Oh, speaking of Andor, is gonna be coming out. You know, uh, next month, if I'm not mistaken. So that's more like. More Star Wars stuff coming at you, you know, pretty soon. There it is. There it is. And that's the... the All right. Right. I was about to ask you if you knew um, the future uh, entertainment that Star Wars is going to bring. So, so yeah, that that's essentially huh? the dude from Road 1 that... Um, uh, whatchamacallit? The dude that, uh, that you see... I guess, for lack of a better term, the Hispanic dude that you see with... Um, uh, the girl in Rogue One, his um, his actor name is Diego Luna, but he's going to be starring as Andor in the Star Wars series. And I want to say, if I'm not mistaken, it's going to be coming out, let me see, in July. And my internet sucks. <laughs> <laughs> if you do see a trailer for it, post it if you can. Okay, yeah, definitely. Or I'll definitely drop a link on our uh, Instagram. Yeah, and with the same with Fallen Order because those will go good together. There you go. Nice. Well, let's see here. Would this have been better as a movie or a series the way they did it? I think the series the way they did it. Essentially, you're talking about... uh, What, uh, for lack of a better term, like four hours hours of content. More than that, yeah. For 40... Six forty minutes. Uh, what is that? Two hundred forty minutes. One hundred sixty seconds or one hundred sixty minutes. So yeah. two hours and forty. Yeah. So I That's mean, it, it's essentially, it would have been a long, long movie that you know it's better in episodic con- episodic content as opposed to totally a straight up one story. So um, I definitely enjoyed it. Super yeah. award winning in my opinion. Um, and again, yeah, like you said, you and McGregor carried that dude carried that whole series and uh hating christian ain't doing nothing yeah uh, it wasn't too bad you know like I, i'll give him that you know i think i don't even think that was him his, in the his, limi- suit, his, his limited 90 percent of the time yeah uh, his limited role yeah his limited role was uh was wasn't too bad if it was if it was him in the darth vader suit kudos you know like i uh, i think the 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 vader walking coach definitely helped out yeah, it's so stupid. It's like, why don't you just put the fucking coach in there? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. if you have a walking coach, unless he's like five foot two inches tall or something like be. that. Could but be. if you have a walking coach, it's like, dude, you have a mask. Just put the walking coach in the in the suit and let him do all the walking scenes. Yeah, not to mention you know James I mean? Earl Jones is doing the voice. So <laughs> seriously, from his couch yeah. while he's doing a podcast. <laughs> I know, right? Anyways, 
Well, <laughs> um, shout king out of Zamunda <laughs> to the Farbro, right? Uh, I, I'm not too sure who's uh, involved in it directly, but whoever it is, I want to thank them, and uh, they did a hell of a job. Can't wait for what they bring next. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, what can we say? Mad shout out to uh, Deborah Chow. Yeah, uh, she's she's di- directing it, so for sure, uh, to her. Uh, Moses Ingram, Hayden Christian, Missy Roses, Ricky, Rick Famu, Natalie Ann Holt, Ian McGregor, obviously. Everyone uh, by Hayden Christian, shout out. Hey, Christian, you're all good, man. Yeah, when someone does your stuff for you. Just <laughs> kidding. You're a good actor. I loved you in that other movie you did. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. Well, anyways, that's our 